let me just show you a very important aspect here today as we continue with our ministration that is very important. And I want you to hear this because it is important. So number one is Doma. Number two, are you here? It is called anathema. 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 A-N-A-T-H-E-M-A. Anathema. 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 So what is anathema? Anathema is every type of giving which you have set it apart. It is any type of giving which you have set it apart. So the moment you say, uh, uh, let me set apart this, that is anathema. So that's where things like tithe, they come in. They are a gift, but they are set apart. Now, there are two types of setting something apart. There is a physical setting apart, and there is a spiritual setting apart. So you can actually set apart something physically, yet spiritually it is not set apart. To set apart means to consecrate. What does that mean? So if I take something and I'm like, I'm putting this thing aside. All right? Am I putting it aside for, for what? So we have people who put things aside for doctrine. Like, oh, I'm putting this aside because it is my tithe. And the Bible says we should give tithe. Well, the meaning of tithe, it is not that. The Bible says when you give tithe, you must have an expectation. So there, when you are giving tithe, it becomes a gift. And that gift becomes anathema. And it must have a spiritual ability. So the Bible says, if you shall give tithe, see if I will not open the what? The windows of heaven. So anathema can begin to open. So if, if uh, what you set apart has got an ability. See if I will not protect you and your children. So anathema, it is a type of a gift we give with an expectation. I am setting it apart because the Bible says if I tithe, the windows of heaven will open. So it is a gift, but it has got its own things it does. Now, so if I take money and I set it apart to go and give the poor, I've set it apart. Just, um, that, that guy there is struggling. I want to give him something. Then I remove some money. I set it apart. Like I'm keeping this money to give that guy. Then I take that money because I'm feeling sorry for the person. And I give him. It is not anathema. It is doma. Because I'm giving because I'm just feeling what? Sorry. There is no spiritual, there is no spiritual assignment to what I am giving. But when I set it apart with a spiritual assignment, it becomes anathema. Somebody say anathema. So why people give and they're remaining poor until today? So they'll be like, I give tithe and nothing is happening. Because you give tithe in your head. You think it is spiritual. Like we give tithe because, hallelujah, I want to enter heaven. No. 
there is nothing like when you give death, you enter heaven. The Bible is so straight. If you give tithe, I will open the windows. And I will hear you. And I will fight for you. I will even fight for your crops. I will fight for your things you do. So the reason why I, I am giving tithe, it is because in my head, I have a revelation of anathema. Setting apart for purposes of consecration. Calling for spiritual abilities and interventions. Say with me, anathema. Say louder, anathema. So the reason why people like, I've been giving tithe and my life is not changing, it is because they don't even know. So the Bible says, set apart the tithe. So the whole reason why there is tithe, it is because God is expecting you to set apart 10% from what you have. That's why we set apart tithe, the tithe of what you get. So that setting apart is not supposed to happen because your pastor is preaching so or because you, it is an obligation. No, it must happen because you have revelation that what I am doing, it will make this gift I'm giving, this gift will speak for me and to begin to call spiritual battles to fight for me. And those which are closed in my, in, my, in my promotion, in my jobs, in my children, it will open not only physical doors, even the windows of heaven shall open as I give anathema. So anything you set apart, so I gave an example of tithe, but it could not just be tithe. Sometimes, you know, you normally give your normal offering, but sometimes you go like, I need to set apart this as a seed. So when you set it apart, whether you are giving it as a seed, but it has got a spiritual assignment, you are giving it. Somebody say anathema. anathema. Say louder, say anathema. anathema. So why do men give and remain broke? Why do people give because they, and, and still remain poor? It is because they give doma. They give something without understanding what giving is. Your giving is a gift. And what does your gift do? Now, let's just show you a little bit more. So we have spoken of doma. We have spoken of anathema. Now let me give you the third one. Can you go to the third one? Now the third one is called charisma. The charisma gifts. Doma gift, anathema gift, and charisma gifts. What are charisma gifts? Charisma gifts are not gifts which men give to people. Charisma gifts are spiritual gifts which God gives us. They are also known gifts of grace. However, a man of God can give a spiritual gift to you. So it is also charisma gift or charis. Gifts of grace or favor. For example, let me just show you something. So, so, so if, I, if, if I am praying and God gives me a gift of healing to be healing people, that gift I have, it is called what? Charisma or charismata. It is what God has given me. It is not from people. 
they are gifts which are given by grace. However, as a man, I can also, if I, if I have the gift as a man of God, I can share impartation to another person. So it is a gift that I have that I'm sharing to another person. In Romans 1 verse 11, what does the Bible say? In Romans 1 verse 11. For I long to see you. This is Apostle Paul speaking to the church in Rome. I long to see you that I may impart unto you some spiritual gift. To the end you may be established. So this one is also a gift. However, it is a gift. Not, not where I give you money. Not when I give you a car. It is a spiritual gift. In 1 Corinthians, chapter 12, verse 7, the Bible says what? 1 Corinthians. But the manifestation of the Spirit is given to every man to profit with all. All right? Verse 8. Then the Bible says what? For to one is given the Spirit, the word of wisdom. So we have got the gift of wisdom, the gift of knowledge, by the same Spirit. Verse 9, we, we go there. And to another faith, the gift of faith, another the gift of healing by the same spirit. All right, let's go ahead. Verse 10. Let's read that one. One, three, go read. To another. To another, the working of miracles. To another, prophecy. To another, discerning of spirits. To another, diverse kinds of tongues. To another, the interpretation of tongues. So you can hear there in Romans chapter 12 from verse uh, 4. All right, from Romans chapter 12, from verse 4, the Bible also speaks in a similar uh, uh, things. For as we have many members in one body, and all members have not the same office. Verse 5, and then the Bible says, um, So we being many are one body in Christ, and everyone members one of another. Verse 6, Having then gifts, Deferring according to the grace that is given to us. Whether prophecy, let us prophesy according to the proportion of faith. Gifts. So the gifts we're talking about here, these are gifts of grace. Charisma or charismata. So number one, I told you, it is the gifts of what? Doma. Where humans give each other and they change no story. And you can actually... Also be doing that unknowingly in church. Giving even one million, two million, and your life remaining the same. Because you are giving doma. I'm talking to somebody, right? Giving tithe and your life remaining the same. Because you are giving doma. Until you realize that there's anathema. I need to be giving. When whatever I'm giving, I set it apart for a mission. So the moment you set it apart, it becomes anathema. It goes to do what you are sending it to do for you. That is anathema. Then there is what is called charisma or charismata. Charisma or, or, or charis. These are gifts of grace which you don't deserve. And this is God who gives, not you. It is God who gives. So God can give you a gift. They are called charis or charismata. Charisma gives. If you are following some following. I can't hear you. So I'm following. I'm following. Are you following? Yes. I'm about to go into something that you, you, you're waiting for. 
I'm about to show you a very important gift that you're waiting for because today you, you will be changed, absolutely changed. Can we do can we do it? Can we do it now? Are you ready for this one? Let's go to what is called Doron. Somebody say Doron. Say louder, say Doron. Say Doron. Speak louder, say Doron. D-O-R-O-N. Doron. So, this one now is so common in church, but people who give it are so broke. What is Doron? Doron is any gift which you go and put on the altar. To be specific, on the altar. So when I say, uh, uh, those of you who are watching there, uh, you, you are, if you be, if you be giving, uh, give now, give now, that is the altar. Anything you give on the altar, it must be a Doron. If it is not a Doron that you are giving on the altar, Remember, anathema, you, you, you may not actually give on the altar. It is up to you to have revelation. So if I'm giving the poor person in my head, I, I have set it apart, it becomes anathema. If I'm giving in church with a revelation as my tithe or as my seed, it becomes anathema. And it will do exactly what I have sent it to do. But, Doron, it is what you give on the altar. Anything right now, if you give on the altar, if you go to your churches and then they're like, oh, give on the altar. What you put on the altar, it is called Doron. But here there's the difference. The difference is this. This one. Are you ready to hear this? Are you ready to hear this? For sure? Someone said Doron. <laughs> Somebody said Doron. Doron. Say whatever I've been giving in the past. I command it to become Doron now. Now, now, listen to this. Listen to this. So Doron, it is what we give on the altar. So what is the difference? Look at this. Matthews. Let's go to the book of Matthews quickly. In the book of Matthews, chapter 5, from verse 23. This is good. Matthews. Therefore, if thou bring thy gift to the altar. The word gift there is the word Doron. Mm. Am I talking to somebody here? Therefore, if thou bring thy gift. The word gift there, it is the word Doron. Hey, 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 hey. I need your attention over this one. Everybody, wherever you are, I need your attention. I need your attention on this one. Because this, this one, Doron, Doron has a mystery, has a secret, which many people have never benefited. So if you have never benefited a spiritual benefit from giving, how can you benefit even physical benefits? So the Bible says, if thou bring thy Doron, it even tells you where, where Doron goes. It says what? It says, let's go to the scripture. Therefore, if thou bring thy Doron, thy gift to the altar, and there 
remembers that thy brother has ought against thee. Did you hear that? The Bible never said that when you bring your gift on the altar, did you hear that? And it stops there. It says when you bring your gift on the altar, it says there, where? On that altar, as you bring your gift, you have left your house with your gift to the altar. I want to give a gift on the altar. It says when you arrive there, it says there on that altar, then you remember that your brother wronged you. Did you hear that? Now, what, what does that tell you? Doroni speaks. You were not remembering about the issue of your brother until you took Doroni on the altar. It says, there remembers. You may have forgotten your wrongdoings. But Doroni will remind you that sort out this issue. Forgive your brother. Forgive your sister. So Doroni will speak. <laughs> now, if Doroni can't speak to you that what you are doing is wrong, if Doroni, so your giving, your giving must, first of all, your giving must minister to you. Am I talking to somebody here? If you are not benefiting spiritually from your giving, you will never benefit financially from it. So the Bible says when you take your Doron and you give on, it says there. Meaning to say that Doron speaks. Somebody say I'm here prophet. Now look at this one now. Look at this one. It says there. What happens? It says then you remember. Remember what? Go to the scripture. Then there. Remember that thy brother has ought against thee. Verse 24. What must you do? Leave there thy gift. It doesn't say that take it back home and sort out your differences. It says leave your drone there. Go and sort out your issues. Reconcile with your brother and then come and offer thy gift. Are you following what I'm saying? The word gift is the word doron in Greek. In Hebrew, the same word is called, is called a matan. Okay? Now, I want you to see what it does now. The same gift is called what? Doron in Greek, matan in Hebrew. When you go to the Old Testament, in Proverbs 18, verse 16, I want you to see what it does. Okay? I want you to see what your gift can do. It says, a man's gift, a man's matan, or a man's doron makes room for him and brings him before great men. Oh, you didn't hear what I just said to you. You didn't just hear what I just said? Let's read again the scripture. Let's read again the scripture. It says what? It says what? A man's gift. NIV. It says what? A gift opens the way and ushers the giver into the presence of the great. Question is, question, the biggest question is, are you having those opportunities? Are you standing before the great? It says a man's gift, a man's doron, can actually make you, you'll be so shocked. 
not you trying to open ways, trying to look for connections and trying to pay people to bribe them to no, it says your doron is enough. It says doron, meaning to say gift has got hands. It says it ushers you. Do you know what ushers do in church? Do you know what ushers do in church? What do they do when you're arriving? What do they do? Huh? They take you, follow me. Then they'll even show you where to sit. It says that's what Doron will do. It will access for follow me, for me to take you, and then to take to great people. And it says, sit in their midst. But the question is, what, what is that? What is Doron? Some things we give on the water. When you are giving on Sunday service, when we say give, now are you giving, stretch your hand on the TV? It says the same little things you give, you call them giving. They can usher you. They can usher you. If you put them on the altar, not just thinking like I'm giving. Remember, anathema has to do with setting apart. Remember, charisma has got to do with the gifts of the Holy Spirit. What God gives, they have nothing to do with you. Or what when God gives you, you share to others. Those are charisma. But, Doron deals with the altar. Anathema deals with the setting apart. Doron deals with the altar. The altar speaks. Doron, it is a giving which we give on the altar with an expectation that God will see us on that altar and that he will rise for us on that altar and that that altar will rise against any other altar. Ah, you didn't hear what I'm saying to you. And that when we give Doroni, Doroni will begin to make rooms for us, open doors for us, and ask us to stand before the great. But the question is, how many people have been giving on the altar? How many people have been giving as offering in church? So many people. Are they standing before the great? No. Do you know why? Yes. Why? They were giving Doma. Did you hear what I'm saying? They were giving what? There was no revelation. There was no spiritual implication. They were just giving. Sometimes out of loving God, like I love God, I need to give. Oh, me, I can't. I can't. I can't. Service can't finish without giving. Me, I give. Every service I give. Why do you give? I love God. Hey, God, I love God of Major One. I give. And you give. Hey, you are giving Doma. There is no revelation. Your giving must be either I am giving a set apart giving or I am giving on the altar. The altar must be in your head. The altar must be in your head. I am giving something on the altar. Somebody said, Doron. Say louder. Say, Doron. Now, for tonight, I will stop here. Okay? Next, next time. I will talk to you about the other types of giving. But for tonight, let me, let me stop here. Somebody say Doma. Somebody say Anathema. Somebody say Karis. Somebody say Doron. Or Matan. Or Matan. Which comes the word Nathan. 